Welcome to Storehouse Dallas. So I'm going to turn to John chapter 10 right now. You know, on the 25th of December, we celebrate the birth of our Lord, the coming of our Lord into a human temple, into human flesh, and being born of a virgin. But there's something else significant about this season that ties right into this unveiling of who Jesus is. So on our Roman calendar, December 25th, we celebrate the birth of Christ. But on the Jewish calendar, this evening begins a feast on the Jewish calendar called Hanukkah, the Feast of Dedication. And I'm going to take us into a passage in John chapter 10 because Jesus himself celebrated this feast of dedication. And he revealed himself in a very important way that I think is an invitation for us to be pressing in for in this coming week and as we enter into this coming year. So I'm going to take us right now to John chapter 10, verse 22. I'm going to read a few verses here. And I'm reading in the New Living, which will be up on the screen, but you're welcome to turn there in your own Bible. John chapter 10, verse 22. says, It was now winter, and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah, the festival of dedication. He was in the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I have already told you and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my Father's name. But if you don't believe me, because, but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me, and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. Jesus said, at my father's direction, I have done many good works. For which one are you going to stone me? In verse 33, they replied, we're stoning you not for any good work, but for blasphemy. You, a mere man, claim to be God. So on this particular point in Jesus' ministry, if we're following the, the timing of the Gospel of John, this is just a few months before he would be crucified during the Jewish feast of Passover. So months later, in the time of winter, in the time of December, Jesus is coming into the temple and he is revealing himself to his people. And he is saying, the Father and I are one. But as we notice from what we read, there was a number of leaders religious leaders that did not recognize him and did not see that God in the flesh had walked in 
that God in a human temple had walked in to the Jewish temple to reveal his light to the world. I think the Lord right now in this time is realigning us to say, do you know me? Do you want to know me as I truly am? Do you want to know me not according to what you think or what you've learned from another person, but do you want to hear my voice? Do you want to see my face? And are you willing for me to reveal myself in a way that you may not have understood before? I think the Lord right now, he is drawing our community and saying, I love you so much. And I want you to know exactly who I am. At this point in the Gospel of John, um, the past 10 chapters, Jesus has been actively and intentionally revealing himself. He revealed himself in John chapter 1 as the word who was in the beginning, who was with God, who was God, and who took on flesh to dwell among us. He revealed himself as the Lamb of God who takes the way, away the sins of the world. He revealed himself as the one who baptizes and clothes us with the power of the Holy Spirit. He revealed himself as the Son of Man, as the Son of God, and as the King of Israel. He revealed himself, this is one of my favorites in the Gospel of John, as the stairway between heaven and earth. And he boldly told Nathaniel, you will see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. You will see my glory manifest in a way you could have never possibly imagined. I believe that same invitation God is giving us today. He revealed himself as the fountain of living water. If you come to me and drink, a well of water will spring up to eternal life in you. Rivers of living water will gush out of your innermost being. He revealed himself as the beloved son of the father who has authority to judge the living and the dead and who has authority with the sound of his voice to raise the dead to life. He revealed himself as the bread of life that came down from heaven and said, if you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you will have life in you. He revealed himself as the one who is merciful to the brokenhearted, as the one who is compassionate towards the divorced, towards the adulterous woman. Towards one with, with a compassion that says, I do not condemn you. Go and sin no more. He's drawing us in right now. Even as I'm talking, I'm believing the Holy Spirit is drawing your heart to get to know Jesus in these ways that I'm declaring right now. He's unveiling himself in these ways, church. So as these start to speak to your heart, 
let that drawing pull you in right now. He revealed himself as the one with power over nature, power over sickness and blindness and paralysis. He revealed himself as the light of the world. He revealed himself as the one that, though he was born of a virgin named Mary, that he actually existed even before that time. And he said, before Abraham existed, I am. I am the one who has always been. I am from the Father from the beginning. There has never been a time when the Son did not exist with the Father. But in this particular period of time that we're highlighting, he revealed himself as God in the flesh. He said, I am the gate to enter into the kingdom. That if you want to enter into the house of the Father and the love of the Father, if you want to know him in this way, Jesus Christ is the gate. He is the door. You come through him. He revealed himself as the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. And then we come into John chapter 10. He's here on Hanukkah on the Feast of Dedication, which in this very year right now begins this evening. And he boldly declared, the Father and I are one. And he'll go on to say in this book, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. If you want to see what God is like, look at Jesus. If you want to know what the Father's love is like, lay hold of this unveiling of Jesus that he is making available to us. Now, Hanukkah celebrates a time when Israel was oppressed by the Greek Empire, and they came in, took over the temple, set up a pagan idol, and began using God's temple to sacrifice to false gods. And on this feast of dedication, and it actually happened on the Jewish calendar, the month of Kislev, on the 25th, that they set up that abominable idol and then exactly three years later, there was a remnant of Jews that said, we are not going to bow to the God of this age. We are not going to bow to the God of the pagan nations. We are going to bow to the one true living God. And they rose up and they stood against this oppressors, these oppressors. And on the 25th, exactly three years later, when that abomination was set up in the temple, they came in took back Jerusalem and purged the temple. They cleansed it of all of the filth and idolatry that had been set up three years prior. And they rebuilt the altar of the Lord. And they dedicated that temple again, once, once again to the living God and said, we're going to worship the one true living God in this place. And for eight days, they celebrated this rededication of the temple of the Lord and a dedication of their hearts 
to worship God and to cleanse their lives of the stains of the world. You know, I've been asking the Lord, I've been asking Jesus this past week, why did you come on Hanukkah, on the Feast of Dedication, and declare yourself as the Father and I are one? What is it about that particular feast that he did that? And I, I don't know that I have the full answer to that. But what's interesting to me is that that particular feast was, a re, was Israel, was the Jewish people saying, we are rejecting the ways of the world. We're going to worship and seek the one true living God. And we're going to purify the place of worship and direct our attention and our love to the one true God alone. And I believe Jesus up to this point, all these different ways I talked about that he's revealed himself in these previous chapters of the Gospel of John, that he has been setting up, he's been purging their minds about who God is and what to expect of the Messiah. He's been saying, this is who you think I am, but this is who I truly am. You thought I would come and condemn, but I came to save. You thought I would come to destroy an earthly oppressor, but I've come to destroy the evil one, Satan, who has been robbing and stealing, destroying your life. He said, you've been trying to get into the kingdom for your own efforts, your own strength, and your own way. But he said, I am the gate. I am the way into heaven. I am the way to the Father. He said, I am the light of the world. And if you will walk by me, you shall not walk in darkness. And then he comes in on the festival of lights, the light of the world coming into the temple. And he says, I'm going to tell you something even more. You've seen me. You've seen the Father. When I am set up in this temple, and I am worshipped and honored, true worship has been restored to this place. And what I think is God is inviting us into in this season, yes, this Christmas season, but I just think even prophetically this season that, that we as a church are going into, is he's saying, I want to unveil myself to you. I want you to know me deeply. I am desiring that you know me in the fullness of who I am. I know you're busy. I know there's life, but I am life. I am light, and I'm inviting you to get to know the one true living God in the flesh that stood before his people on that day and was inviting them to know him, to know me, he says. Now, Tracy Eckert had a compelling dream 
a few weeks ago where she stood before the Lord in his throne room of Revelation 4 and 5, and he looked at her and he told her, I'm not who you, I'm not who you think I am. And what I've taken that as this, this is an invitation. I don't, I don't hear my heart. I don't want to condemn us today and say, you, you haven't been trying hard enough to know Jesus. I'm extending an invitation is my heart to say, we want to know him as he truly is. I think that a couple of things are being made available that I want to extend to us today as a, as a community. There is a grace to know Jesus for who he is, to really, I mean, for people that have like, I struggle to hear God's voice. I try to spend time with God and I'm not experiencing him in this way, or I try to get in my Bible and I don't understand it. I think there's a grace coming for a hunger for the, the word of God, but as we read it, to truly have an unveiling of who Jesus is. That where it's not just words on a page, to where God is encountering us through this written word, but we're encountering the living word as we read it. That we get to see him as he truly is. Let's stand. Now, when Jesus came into the temple, right after he was born, eight days later, his parents took him to be dedicated in the temple. God in the flesh was being taken as an eight-year-old baby into the temple to be dedicated. And there were two people that recognized him for who he was. An elderly man named Simeon and an elderly woman named Anna who visited the temple day and night and worshiped the Lord with prayer, with fasting. They were watching. They were looking for the coming of the King. And I think God today is saying, Church, will you watch with me? Will you open your eyes and look and see me and say, God, show me your son. I have to see your son. I have to know who he truly is. I want to know him as he's revealed himself in this word. But I want it to be a living understanding. I want to truly see his face. I want to truly know him for who he is. And if that is a prayer in your heart today, you want to, you want to pray that very prayer to the Lord. I want to invite you to step forward. It's just an, a prophetic act of, yes, Lord, I'm stepping into this invitation to know you as you really are. I'm stepping into this invitation to have Jesus unveiled to me. To have this hunger awakened in my heart. 
that as I read the living word, that I, as I read the written word, I encounter the living word. I want to tell us, as we've, those that are, that are stepping forward today, the ones that saw and recognized him were the ones that kept showing up and saying, I will worship, I will pray, I will watch, I will wait. I will, I will spend time soaking in the oil of your presence, oh God. And Lord, I may not understand, I may not have a Bible training or a theological background, but you said I can know you too. And so here I am, God. So I just want to invite you to lift up your hands to the Lord. We pray to him right now, God, we want to see your beauty. We want to say yes. We say yes in our hearts. Just tell them in your own words.